Get up with Mitchell and Michael. On Hit 96.1. Good morning, everybody. My name is Mitchell Timmy and this is Michael Ross. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to the Mitchell and Michael show with Donald Trump the radio industry. We want you guys to keep in touch. It's just, you know. Just touch. Just keep the. the you can the, do what you want. Yeah. You can go wherever you like. Do whatever <laughs> you please. That's our show in a nutshell. We yeah. do anything we please. Yep. And with no regard <laughs> for the public safety. In 10 minutes' time. Look, I know this might sound a little bit weird, hmm? but I'm sure we've all thought about it at some point. Okay. What song are you playing at your funeral? Time okay. your life. Yeah, time, like every yeah. year seven graduation. Yep. <laughs> it's not even the high school graduating song. It's the primary school graduating song, Cover Your Life. That's the one that means the most, most underrated. Uh, but the other day I found, I, I was listening to music and I was like, oh, this song, I'd like this song to be played at my funeral. And you were you were surprised that I've decided so early, but... Maybe everyone needs to get, you know, all their ducks in a row during this trying time. Did you say when we were listening to the song? No, no, no. I was going to say. I said, by the way, I've found my funeral song. That was a weird funeral song then. Um, (laughs) My girls, up next, I need to ask you another question uh, regards to Life on Coast and their safety and their health. And I did something yesterday and I want to ask you, did I break the rules again? And is that like two strikes now? I'm really not sure that you should only be asking me every time. I'm not an authority, but I'll have a look. Okay. <laughs> That's next after Halsey. Hit 96.1. It's Mitchell and Michael. 96.1. It's 6.07. Halsey, you should be sad. After 7 o'clock this morning, Mitch has done something absolutely un-Australian. You tried to have a go at me this Anzac Day for being un-Australian, but I feel that yours is much worse, sir. I know we're supposed to hook everybody, but are you going to compare yes. standing outside yes. in silence to a biscuit? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Stick around for 7 o'clock. <laughs> but, uh, Michael Ross, yesterday, um, look, I don't know what the rules are with the whole staying away, stay inside, what's going on? No one knows. I don't understand. I, I, don't, I don't know what's happening. I want to help the world. But I don't know what my rules are. You got the COVID Safe app, and I feel like since you got that app, you're happy to not know about the rules. Yeah, it's like the. No, it's about. Like this is my ticket. Scomo said, "This is my ticket. This is all I need." The rules now no longer apply because I've been given admittance to the ride. Yes, in a way. (laughs) Now. For ages, for about five weeks, I even did the show from home. I'm now in the studio, but I was. I was basically locked up the whole time. I only went out when essential. Since I've got the app, yesterday, I may have gone somewhere. That place may have been Poor Mac. Okay. And I just enjoyed my day. That's nice. <laughs> just, <laughs> just a lovely day just, out. Just like I do by myself. Yeah. But by yourself. Okay. Yeah. All right. Calm down, mate. <laughs> Uh, but, like, I just decided to just kind of, like, do whatever I would normally do. So I went in, I supported local, yeah. got a coffee, uh, got a muffin. It was delightful. Very cheap. It's like 3 or 50 muffin. It was massive. Well, that's nice for a muffin, yeah, it was really it? good. It, was it stays really good. under $4. Don't get me wrong. Coffee, normal price, okay? Wasn't impressed right. with that. The muffin was amazing. It was like $3.50. When was the last time you seen a $3.50 muffin? I've seen one in ages. I don't know. Like six bucks these days. I don't know. It was amazing. <laughs> okay? Anyway, grabbed it. 
Ate it. Delicious. And just kind of walked, did whatever I wanted. Now, yes. no one came in contact with me. Good. But it's one of those things where it's like I was punching my fists in the air. If someone came in front of me, I would have got them. But yeah. there was just no one around. But I did what I wanted really nearly. Is that okay? Yes. It's, look, I've gone actually to the, the SAPOL web, website. So within South Australia, we are allowed to travel within the state. Yeah. So going to Port Mac, that's fine. If you went to Nelson, that's a different story. Okay. Okay. So you stayed in the same state. Uh, you're punching the air as people walk by. That's really how all of us should be acting right now. Yeah. Just keep do not invite my do not invade my one point five meters either side. Okay. Just okay. fling the legs out. I just thirteen, twelve, sixteen. I know it's early, but is anyone like pushing the boundaries? Because that's like you said, what I did is okay, mm-hmm. but it feels like I've been pushing the boundaries. You know, I feel like I've been a little bit naughty. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but have is you been? <laughs> have you been pushing the boundaries? Thirteen, twelve, sixteen. Give us a call. In ninety six point one, it's Mitchell and Michael. Ninety six point one, three doors down, Kryptonite, six twenty one. And you know, I, I guess I know what your kryptonite is—a little bit of a, a tasty coffee. You got yourself a coffee in town yesterday. Then you went out to Port Mac and got yourself another coffee. Shopping local, mate. Shopping local, keeping the businesses afloat. But you're pushing the boundaries because also this weekend you went to a you went to someone's house. You actually went to a gathering. You're really pushing it, mate. Well, I am. I really am. I feel, I'm a bit scared that I am. But I think I'm staying within the rules. You are within the rules. But I'm unsure. It's like going from zero to 60 really fast. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so you did. You never broke never the speed Never went the speed limit because yeah. it never tells you how fast you can get to 60. Yeah. <laughs> I, get, I, yeah, I guess. Look, we got Jezza on the line. Jezza, are you pushing the boundaries? A little bit. What have you been doing? Well, for work, I travel around the Limestone Coast a little bit, and uh, one of the vineyards that I go to, I thought was over the border, actually, but it turns out it's not. But it's close enough to a tower that my phone switches time, the Victorian time. Oh, so you're going, you're going like right on the border. You're literally pushing the boundary of the state. Yes. <laughs> but I, I, I am still in SA. I had to check with my boss about that, but yeah. But do I'm you, still in South Australia. Do you have to not touch your phone for 14 days? <laughs> well, I'm sort of by myself most of the time anyway, so I don't think it really counts. Okay. That's Fair. okay, Jezza. We'll keep you company. Yeah. In only 6.1, who's on the line? Yeah, mate. Chris here. How do you do on this one day? Uh, great. How how are they? How are you? Yeah, no, I'm not doing too bad, you know. Just going to work. Don't start as early as you, so that's not bad. Yep. You've been uh, pushing the boundaries at all? Yeah, mate. Yeah, no, I go across the border near every day. I love fishing, so <laughs> I'm down at, the, uh, down at the old fishing well down at the river. And uh, I'm quite confident that I'm crossing the border every time I do it. But uh, there ain't no one there telling me I can't. <laughs> that's the most. That's good enough. No one's there. It's the most Mount Gambian thing I've ever heard. Uh, well, yeah, I guess no one's there to stop you. You're free. It's like it's not shoplifting unless they stop you. 
Look, look, if they're going to come and tell me, I'll say, hey, I didn't see a sign that says across the border yet. Yeah, that, that checks out. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you're this side of the river, there's no sign that says you're over the border. So technically, you're not really in trouble, but... <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Hold on, thanks, mate. Get up, yeah, no, Mitchell it, like. and Michael, the Limestone Coast, hit ninety six point one. 6.1, it's 6.44, Sam Fisher before that M&M, a little bit of a double shot for the second half hour of 6 o'clock. Coming up after 8.30 this morning, Jeremy Cameron, we're trying to track him down because his mum, apparently, is not a fan. Not a fan of the Mitchell and Michael show on Hit 96.1, not a fan, Mitch. Nah, I heard from, a, heard from a person who heard from a person who was listening randomly. I came on, she didn't laugh as hard as maybe perhaps she should have. But the way to a mother's heart is through her son. That's right. As the old saying goes. That's right. So I've reached out to him. I have a reply yes. from the GWS Giants. Yes. And we'll dive into that at 8.30. But right now, this might seem a bit weird. You might think it's a little bit morbid. But I think it's kind of beautiful in its own weird way. This weekend, I picked my funeral song. Why? Because it's a, look, it's a lovely song. It's a great song. And I was listening to it. And I thought... Oh, geez, I'd, I'd I'd like this to be played. I feel like everyone at the funeral would be like, oh, what a beautiful song. Yeah, this is really like speaking to me. And I thought maybe this is the... It's important that everyone knows what your wishes are for your funeral. So I'm telling you and the Limestone Coast, should anything happen, this is the song that we need, okay? So it's from the 60s band The Kinks. Uh, you might know them for their work, the song uh, You Really Got Me or uh, Lola. Yep. And uh, this is called This Time Tomorrow. It is just like. It's got nothing to do with. Well, it kind of does. Leave the sun behind me. I watch the clouds as they slowly pass me by. So like it fits. Okay. It's a, it, like the song is about like traveling, like moving forward, and that's the other thing that I'd be like. And then I want everyone to be like, uh, yeah, like life has to go on. He's gone, but this time tomorrow, what what am I going to oh, be doing? And then they mate. all shed a little tear. By the time that song plays, I'll already be three cucumber sandwiches deep. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have yours? Nah, I have a funeral photo, though. It's hard to describe to everyone. What do you mean, a funeral photo? There's a photo I took when I was like 19 or 20. I don't know what it was for. But I looked at it, and even my mum went, that's a funeral photo. (laughs) (laughs) Were you in like a a nice suit? Yeah, like like a nice suit on that angle. Like I looked mildly like a real estate agent. and And she was just like, we all agreed. We're like, that one. That's the one that's going to be on the projector. Yeah. As I give you a eulogy, yeah. I get to do it, definitely. But 13, 12, 16, or send us a message here, 96.1. Are you, are you young enough where you shouldn't really be thinking about it? You know, so like if you're over 60, nah. these things would be, you would have already thought of? No, nah, even if you are over 60, I want to know your funeral song. Like what, because it, it might not be something you expect. You know, like we were saying, it's not year seven graduation time of your life. Like <laughs> it could be something completely different and what? Do you have a funeral song? Give us a call on 3012.16 or send us a message. Hit 96.1, Limestone Coast on Facebook. 96.1. It's <laughs> 6.54. The Killers with their new one, Caution. Make a tie you just heard was Lindsay Buckingham from Fleetwood Mac. Is the Killers guitarist. 
has parted ways with the band. Oh. Yep, Dave Kuning uh, has left. He left on the last Totally time. could have continued my life without that fact, but thanks. Uh, Michael Ross, Mount Gambier chat groups are where it's at. Would you agree? Oh, 100%. Would, probably one of the best groups ever. I don't... It's one of those things where it's like you don't know if the people are being deliberately that way or if they're sort of like everyone's in on the joke. I feel like it's the most honest representation. Look, if you're not in the Mount Gambier chat group, you aren't involved in Mount Gambier to the fullest because some of the greatest things happen in there and we take them, we put them on the show because once upon a time, they were mean to us. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lady that's put up, uh, look, won't reveal her name, although it would be hilarious, I won't. Uh, she says, what idiot is doing burnouts and revving their car? See, you hate that, don't I you? I do. You are 25, but you sound like an 80-year-old man because you constantly come on this show and you get mad people revving their car because you're like, oh, you have a car, congratulations. That's all you're doing. That's all you're saying to the world. Listen to my car. Look, to be fair, she does say for the last four days solid. It's uh, been really bothering her. She goes, it's a hazard. Uh, she goes, uh, wish the police would come. Sure, yeah, well, just wish. I wish the police would come. Wish they would come. Now, very, very helpful group. Someone in the comments has said, Have you called them? That's a good point. <laughs> that is, that is good. She said, No. I thought they would ask <laughs> what color car, etc. I can't see because I'm not near the road. <laughs> <laughs> so she's gone, I, I called them because I can't give them any details aside from I heard a car. I heard a gunshot, and it sounded like someone said, get down and give me all the money. Did you call the police? No, because I don't know who it was, Stephen. Leave me alone. In 96.1, Ben Lee, we're all in this together. Today's quarantine. Do you get it? You get it? Because everyone's... In this together. Everyone's literally in it together. That's what the quarantunes are. Literal... Just another celebrity telling There's no subtlety to the songs for the quarantine. So you get it every time. Uh, (laughs) Mitch... You don't get something that every other Australian gets. We understand that these are a national treasure. These are an icon of Australia. Everybody loves them, Uh except you. Mm -hmm. Would you like to share what you find disgusting? Oh, I would not say (laughs) disgusting. It would spit out as soon as it touches your lips. Let me preface this. This is an important... A bit of information before I tell the story. All right. Every Anzac Day since I was a wee boy, I'd gotten up at dawn, break of dawn, sometimes very tired. I would get up, I would walk on down, sometimes 20 minutes, park the car, walk another 20 minutes to the RSL, stand there in silence, get back, walk back to the car, drive back home, continue my day, just to show support every year. This year, couldn't make it to the RSL for the the Anzac Day. But what I did, stood out the front. I don't even have a driveway because I'm poor and I live in a small unit. But I stood out the front in my support. There was no one else in the street. It was just me. Just you. I love Anzac Day. I love the Anzacs. However... However. (laughs) Anzac biscuits are trash. How dare you? They are the grossest things I've ever had in my life. I'm sorry. Look, that's not saying, like, scotch fingers. This doesn't say I hate the scotch, you know, or I I love (laughs) scotch. You know what I mean? Like, just because it's got the name of the thing doesn't mean I hate the things. 
Look, I'm not implying that you hate Anzacs. You hate you don't hate them for their biscuits because they didn't make them. They're wives. You hate the wives and the families of the Anzacs. That's what you're saying. Put more things in them. You're spitting Here's on the, the legacy. This is what I wanted to know. Are Anzac biscuits called Anzac biscuits because they're so like tough and like uh, to the point, like Anzacs? <laughs> I don't know why you keep saying that they're tough. They're not that tough. I don't. They're just they're boys. Like so, no. everybody knows the Anzac biscuit. It's made with oats, flour, sugar, butter, syrup. All I heard like, was uh, dirt, glue, and sugar. <laughs> this, this is absurd. So, one of our colleagues, because you made this claim that mm-hmm. Anzac biscuits are the worst biscuit. They are the worst biscuit. I'm sorry. A colleague of ours brought in homemade Anzac biscuits. He did. And you <laughs> lied to his face. I did. You took a bite and went, oh, yeah, yeah, I get it Because he said now. you've just never had a homemade never one. Never had a homemade one. Yeah. Uh, and you went, oh, I get it now. These are so much better than the packet ones. And then he left the room. And you spat it out. And you're like, meh, no, I, I don't spit- like this. I didn't spit it out. No, you didn't. Uh, but because obviously the <laughs> pandemic that we're in. Uh, but I, look, I'm not a fan of an Anzac biscuit. I'm sorry, but look, I, I don't want to. Look, am I being thrown under the bus and to save myself, I'm pulling you under with me so I can hop out? Yes. How are you going to pull me under, boat? This is what I'm talking about. If I had to pick, and I think all of this, Australia, me, the world can agree. If you had to pick between standing out the front every year and supporting the Anzacs on Anzac Day with a moment of silence or having a at dawn biscuit. or saying the Anzac biscuit is gross, which one is more un-Australian? Look, you said you were the only person in your street that got up for Anzac I'm Day. I'm just saying. That is proof that all those other streets, they didn't go outside. They enjoyed an Anzac biscuit. All I'm saying, if you're 95, we well, you know someone that's 95 that is an Anzac. Look, ask them. They've got two people to pick from. They can only punch, punch one in the face. One of them stands outside for dawn service. The other one enjoys an Anzac biscuit. Which one's the better man? <laughs> the biscuit. No way! <laughs> it's the biscuit. It's the symbol. It's the symbol of, of Anzac. You just... Formed you, into a delicious little snack. You disgust me right now as much as the biscuit. <laughs> 96.1. Spitzel and Michael. 96.1. Sam Smith to die for. I tell you, Anzac biscuits are to die for. They are delicious. Uh, but I'm joined here by a heathen this morning. The only person I've ever met who just flat out does not like them. I might find someone that goes, eh, you know... I don't mind them, but you don't even like them. And I, I don't even know if we can continue with this show, but I'm go so- on. What's coming up next? I'm sorry, just quickly. I do go to all the dawn services. And how many have you been to? <laughs> doesn't make you a how better you- man. It does. It actually does. It 100% does. It doesn't. Okay. I go to the dawn service. You don't. Who's the better man? You have to pick one. <laughs> you have to pick one. You don't go. I do go. Who's better? I'd still like to say me, but, I, but I'm biased, aren't I? <laughs> This is why. <laughs> What's coming up in five minutes? Who cares? That's how I feel about oh, you. Who my... cares about a man that doesn't love an Anzac biscuit? I've insulted a, a biscuit. Yeah. You won't stand out the front for people for a couple minutes. Have a good eye look at yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Get on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. Hit 96.1, 7.24 Bastille, Pompeii. Uh, Pompeii was a huge it was a mountain, you know. It was on the side of a mountain. <laughs> don't you, Vesuvius. Don't you dare. Sorry, <laughs> continue this nonsense. Mount Vesuvius uh, erupted, uh, destroyed the city of Pompeii. Do you know which other mountain has absolutely erupted? Mm-hmm. 
uh, half Thor. What's his last name? Bjorn Bjornson. Yep, the strong man. Yeah, half Thor Bjornson. I just had a guess at his last name. That's how nice an Icelandic name he has. Okay, there. that's racist. Uh, <laughs> no, he's uh, yeah, it is, it is because you just said he's from a country. Yeah, uh, and you went like that. That will do. Don't, don't Icelandic. Pretend. Yeah, I know. I he's know, not a race. Okay, mate. Yep, do that. That's what racists say. I'm just saying, yeah, people that do that put their, and put their hand to, up as well like that. Am I being racist to white people right now? But I, I have to stab at that one. I'm just saying, when you do that, it sounds... His name is Thor Bjornsson. <laughs> <laughs> he could not be more Scandinavian. <sighs> it's insensitive, okay? He's, it's he's insensitive. <laughs> the mountain from Game of Thrones. You guys all might remember him uh, from the horrible season finale that was Game of Thrones. And... He's broken the deadlift a world record. I believe it's because it's done in pounds. I believe it's like 1,106 pounds it's or something. Huge. It's 501 kilograms. Yeah. And uh, look, he lifted it. He's about 6'8". Uh, and he's massive. Look, I'm not, I'm not saying like I could if I was 6'8", but, you know. Size matters. It, <laughs> it definitely <laughs> does, if I'm right. And he uses it well. And so he's gotten this record, and then he had a bit of a post-interview. Uh, not only did I pull... You know, this incredible weight, but I also just feel great afterwards. <clears throat> I believe today I could have done more, but what's the point? I'm happy with this. What's the point? What's the point? What's the point of what's doing the point? more than the world record? What's the point? I kicked 10 goals, could have kicked 11. But what's the point? What's the point? We already won the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great life lesson to teach kids. Yeah. You know, well, P's get degrees. <laughs> that, is, that is what we didn't use. You got the record. Why do more? Someone exactly. else can try and do that more. That is P, a P for pass in uni. If you have ever been to uni, P's get degrees. Never, never have we gone to a job interview and they've gone, what was your grade? Yeah. How many high distinctions in fact, did you get? In fact, we no, got okay. into our radio job. They didn't even ask for our degrees and we have them. <laughs> So just remember that, kids. Why do more? What's the point? <laughs> you know, six point one. Get on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit ninety six point one. Ninety six point one. Double shot there of Endor and Justin Timberlake. It's Mitchell and Michael. After eight o'clock this morning, have we got an interview with Jeremy Cameron of the GWS Giants, AFL superstar, former Dartmoor resident, big goal kicker. Well, you'll have to stick around till eight thirty to find out. So, our second favourite jazz of the show. Yes, uh, Jeremy. He's a great caller. He, he calls all the time. He uh, is currently in the lead for most dedicated caller. I keep track of our repeat callers. Yeah, every time you call or say good stuff, you get points, and uh, it's for the grand prize of we don't know yet. Yesterday on the show, Mitch. It was May the 4th. May yes. the 4th be with you, Oof. Star Wars Day. Yeah, people love that. People just embrace that as Star Wars Day. Doesn't this day normally follow? Like, isn't it like May the 5th? Revenge of the yeah, 5th. Yeah, Revenge of the 5th. Yeah. yeah, that one. So if you're more dark side, today is your day. Yep. We helped, in quotes, a colleague of ours elsewhere in the country. Yes. Uh, Mandy from Riverina. Yes. Sent us an email. Yeah, we're a big, big company, uh, Australia-wide. They often, we don't appreciate lazy co-hosts. I mean, we're lazy co-hosts, but we admit it. These ones like to send work emails, all office emails, all company emails to get others to do work for them. So we decided, yeah, okay, we'll do some, we'll do some impressions of Star Wars. This is what they needed. We'll mm. do some impressions of Star Wars. We did them on the show. Uh, here's one of Mitch's. You're, choice, you're supposed to be the chosen one. <laughs> what? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Boom. Done uh, it. I got that. So, 
I mean, clearly. It was like Ewan McGregor was actually in the studio. It, it was, was unbelievable. Amazing. And Alan McGuinness all at the same time. Alan McGuinness? What's, what's, what's his name? Alec. Alec Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> That's his name, mate. Not Alan McGuinness. Sorry. <laughs> Beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> So I thought I thought that was such a good Obi Wan impression. Surely that one we sent to Mandy would make it on her show, okay? And I was wondering, would any of them make it on her show? Okay. And so I had to listen. I had to listen to Mandy and Riverina, and uh, check this out. I had a call from Jason earlier on. He left me with his impression of Jabba the Hutt. Misawasa <laughs> Solo. Do you remember Jabba the Hutt? All right. Well, everybody's now in the running for a bigger prize. Uh, uh, both Mick and Jason took the way a bottle from Yaron Wines. If you would like to have a go, then give me a call right now, 1320. Excuse me. In fact, did she not, She used you as a fake caller. This is the thing yes. This is the thing we refuse to do in radio. It's why we're not as good as our job as we're supposed to be, where you get people to call in and you pretend like they're fake callers, but really there's people around she the office. She called me Jason? Yeah, she called you Jason, yeah. which was the fake caller bit. Yep. She then said Jason has picked up a prize. Yeah, a, a bottle of wine. Can you call her <laughs> today? Yep. Can you call her? I'm calling it Audible on the play. It's coronavirus. We've got nothing else going on. Can you call her and ask and say, yeah, hey, it's Jason. Where's the bottle of wine? And we don't have to ask for her permission to play it because she's in our company. It's <laughs> true. We'll, we'll see if she actually gives it. Which she f- okay. Oh, and then, and then, yeah. sorry. Then we'll give it away to someone on our show. A lovely bottle. (laughs) 96.1. Get up with Mitchell and Michael. On Hit 96.1. My family always said I was a bad child. No one one ever knew, but you just spoke into a microphone that wasn't on. (laughs) (laughs) Idiot. And no one knew until you said it. Because you Uh. made a mistake. It was funny. (laughs) After 8.30 this morning, uh, do you have a skill... You know, that pays the bills. That that shows off a little bit and is your best bet to make a great first impression. I feel like old people had these skills and young people, like, don't. Huh? Yeah, but maybe you've still got your show-off skills after 8.30 this morning. But Mitch, my uncle, uh, he's a cool guy. He Tony. married into the family. Tony or Anthony. No, Tony is my cousin. <laughs> I don't have an uncle Tony. You're Italian. Uh, I got an uncle Nick. I got an uncle Mario. Is there a Chris? I got. <laughs> uh, no, we don't have a Chris in our family. What about a Vivedici? <laughs> a goodbye. An Arancini. Uh, we eat those. Ferrari. No one drives them. La Liga. Uh, no one likes it. Yeros. <laughs> That's Greek. Ah, <laughs> uh, culture. Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> Look, my, no, no, this is an uncle who married into my family. Okay? Oh, okay. He's so Steve. His name is Mick. <laughs> His name is also Michael. That's the only way you get in. His name is Michael Rose, and I am Michael Ross. <laughs> <laughs> he is one letter different. And, you know, he's kind, of, he's kind of similar. I get on really well with him. He was even my, like, boss for a time. And he's, like, he's in his 30s, No, yep. and he... So he knows technology. He's a bit of a gamer too. There are a few uncles and stuff where they, they do feel a little closer to you because of yeah. your age. And it's like, oh, okay. So he, he gets me. He gets my generation. He's yep. not too far away. But I realized I don't think he does. I think he's actually quite backward with technology in some regards. So he doesn't use social media. 
that's fine. A lot of people don't, but then you can't follow Mitchell and Michael on your favourite Facebook page. But he doesn't use it. That's his choice. Yep. But he does use YouTube. Okay. And what's YouTube for? YouTube is for content creators. Yeah, you videos. Know? Videos of... There's all sorts of things on there. But I tell you what, YouTube hasn't been used for what he's using it for since maybe YouTube was invented. Have you ever heard about the first video on YouTube? Which is like, I went to the zoo. And it was by the creator of YouTube. And it was just his day at the zoo. Yeah. Like, a, it's vlog. like, like a vlog? No, like a home video. Oh. Like it's just him at the zoo. There's no vlogging. Vlogging it didn't exist yet. Oh. But that's what YouTube became. It's all entertainment now. It has to at least be a vlog of some sort. Yeah. Not for Uncle Mick, no. I found out <laughs> that he uses YouTube as like his... Like Instagram. It's like a diary? Like, so he has on his YouTube, unlisted, so no one could see, which is also weird. So he has unlisted, like, videos of his kids. Like, really? Just, you know, like, so one day he might use them for like an 18th or a 21st. Like it's an archive. Like it's an archive. So it was like, uh, the restrictions in WA lifted, so his kids got to go and see my nana. Yeah. Uh... And they're like only little kids and they were like so happy to see Nana. Yeah. And it's like, oh, is this video on YouTube? Perhaps he thinks it'll go viral because these kids are so happy. No, unlisted. It's just a beautiful moment. And Mick's like, where do I put it? Because I don't use social media. I'll put it on YouTube. <laughs> Maybe he's ahead of his time. Is he? I think he's behind. I don't, I don't think he understands what YouTube has become. No, but he's used it like a, where else do you store it? In your phone? Yeah, like on your computer, in the cloud, wherever you want. Why YouTube? No, but then it takes up storage. Why not make someone else look after Store it? Store it for Which you. Is YouTube. Oh, maybe you're onto something here. Maybe he is more tech-woke than any of us. Exactly. But are you using technology wrong? That's what I want to know in 13 to 16. Are you or someone you know using technology wrong? Could be an older family member. Uh, we know Mitchell's dad has used uh, Facebook wrong in the past. Ah, oh, very much so. He also uses LinkedIn like it's Facebook. Right. So, <laughs> so he will. He's in like the uh, like hose fitting industry, and just like a girl. Imagine you're a girl, right? You're about nineteen, and you you're dressed up for a night out. Yeah. You've posted a nice, sexy photo, and your friends are like, "Damn, girl, go get it!" Okay. <laughs> now imagine another grown man from another ho- hose fitting company has posted, I don't know, this new shackle, and Ooh. my dad is underneath in the comments like, "Yes, Dave, wish I had some of those." Bold. Yes, <laughs> Are you using technology wrong? Thirteen, twelve, sixteen. Give us call. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit ninety six point one. And Ed. Worst people in the world. Chris. People who walk in groups in shopping centres. We should be single file everywhere. If you want to travel in a group, you've got a conga line it. Yeah? Oh. You don't win friends with salad. You don't win friends with salad. You don't either. You honestly don't. You're a testament to that. Cusey <laughs> <laughs> and Ed. Driving you home. Weekdays from five. Only on Hit. 96.1, Doja Cat say so. It's Mitchell and Michael coming up after 8.30 this morning. Have we got Jerry Mc- 
Jeremy Jeremy Cabot. Have we got the ability to say basic sentences, even though we get paid money daily Look to at do this. so? It's so tough to stay sharp in isolation, isn't it? It is. Stay sharp on your skills. I'll tell you what won't ever go. Planned. The ability to segue. Michael Ross, I do want to know how people are staying sharp in the Limestone Coast. We've got a lot of sport. Uh, gyms, all that sort of stuff, not open. Hopefully we're on the road to opening them. But I want to know, a lot of these are fine motor skill sports. Yeah. How are you staying sharp? So, footy, if you're if you're actually, like, say you're adhering to the rules and you live in, say, for example, my one and a nearly half-bedroom apartment, it's like, I can't kick, I can't kick the footy. So no. it's like, how do you stay sharp doing so? I did notice because... Follow uh, Mount Gambia basketball. I don't know. It's the basketball Mount Gambia. Sure, there's only one. Yeah. Uh, I follow them, and it looks like they're kind of because most kids that play basketball have a basketball ring in their backyard or something like that. That's true. Like the, and they're starting to do a lot of like trick shots, little, little sort of training sessions online. Then everyone else can still stay sharp. So when the basketball continues, skills are as high as ever. It's good. So I want to know: is there other sports? other sort of uh, activities that are doing the same thing. Like, I don't know, are the boys getting around and uh, doing darts? Like, are they filming online darts and, uh, oh, boys, send us in your trick shot? I do know that there were some uh, tournaments of darts that actually continued to go ahead thanks to streaming. Oh, really? Yeah. You just have to, you had to have yourself and the dartboard, like, in the one frame. Yeah. So that there's no, like, cheating. Yeah. And then, because <laughs> you could just set it I up. I would have done it like those 80s, like, basketball movies where, like, they are just, like, shooting and then the camera cuts to the ring and it just goes like... <laughs> <laughs> so, 32 of 16, uh, how are you keeping sharp yeah. at home? Yeah. I know that the uh, the Kick actually have Nick Rewalt. He does, like, a video, like, every week to, with his son to show you, like, drills to do with your kids at <laughs> home. <laughs> Is he trying to make the side? <laughs> yeah, it's a come back. Thirteen, twelve, sixteen. <laughs> Give us a call. Uh, what are you doing to stay sharp with something that's been taken away because of the restrictions? Give us a call. Hit ninety six point one. It's Mitchell and Michael. Black keys now. Ninety six point one. Benny and Glitter. It's eight twenty four. Mitchell and Michael. And this morning we have been arguing between ourselves. What's more un-Australian? Disliking Anzac biscuits. Or not going to the Anzac Dawn service. If you don't like Scotch fingers, you don't not like Scotch. Okay, that's not how it works. Yeah. but And if you don't go to Scotland, you don't dislike Scottish people, do you? Or Scotch. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's that's my version. That I'm Just because I'm not going to the place doesn't mean that I'm un-Australian or that I don't like the Anzacs. I just haven't been to the Dawn service. Okay. But, but I if you do like okay. a Anzac biscuit. Hear me out. If you didn't go to your grandma's funeral, that would imply that you didn't like your grandma, did it? But if I was busy eating her gnocchi instead of going to the funeral, then I think that would make her proud. Basically, I dislike Anzac biscuits. However, I go to the dawn service for Anzac Day and even the RSL every year. Michael Ross is too lazy to get up in the morning. It's not laziness. Well, how many have you been to? How many I've dawn been to services? none, but it's not, lazy. <laughs> it's not laziness. I've never been. What is it then? That's just the way it is. Okay. I don't is it go. because you're Italian and you support Mussolini? 
Look, my great-grandfather may have. Okay. He may have had a picture on him, even of, of Mussolini, even that, in Australia. That's even worse, okay? <laughs> I don't like Mussolini. So, basically, Michael Ross doesn't go to dawn services, but he eats Anzac biscuits, and he thinks he's more Australian yeah. than me, who goes to dawn services religiously, but dislikes an Anzac biscuit. We've got Chris on the line. just want to get something straight here. Uh, clarify with me who's not so keen on these biscuits. That's Mitchie, is it? No, wait, 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 wait. But I am also the Dawn service guy. Yeah, look, I'm with you, mate. Okay, cool. Thanks, mate. You don't like an Anzac biscuit. I'm with you. Look, at the end of the day, the bloke is more keen to stand on the side of the road, I think, has got to lay with the biscuit. Because, like, think about it like this. I absolutely hate bees. I hate honey. Honey makes me feel sick. But if we couldn't survive with that bees, because bees wouldn't fertilise the trees, right? See that? I'm a poet as well. Not bad. Anywho, the way I see it is, it's only a biscuit. And if you think about it, it's literally, as you said, just sugar, flour, I think you said, a bit of syrup, and some oats. Yep. If you ask me, oats are dry and miserable on their own. Yep. You'll put a little bit of stuff on it, it's not going to make it better unless, you know, you got a lot of sugar with it. So, exactly. No, I'm 100% with you. That's right. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. All right. Yeah, no, nah, 100%. <laughs> Look, I'm going to prove to you right now that not having Anzac biscuits is un-Australian. And because, in fact, getting the Anzac biscuits is better than going to the dawn service. <laughs> Don't you dare. Yeah. Michael Ross, one with glasses, slightly smaller, gross blonde beard. Check this out. If you go to the shops and buy Unibic Anzac biscuits, they're like basically the only ones there. Mm-hmm. In buying Unibic Anzac biscuits, you are directly assisting the RSL in its, in its endeavours. So I give money to the RSL. You just stand there and watch the sunrise and then go home. Okay. Boom. Hold up. <laughs> Stay with me. Stay with me. How many packets of Anzac biscuits have you honestly bought? Oh, well, too many to count. Surely. How many do you think you've bought? I, you buy a couple a year easily. And what are they? Two dollars a packet. It's like three fifty for a pack. Let's go. Look. Grand sum, 10 bucks on Anzac biscuits a sure, year. Sure, 10 bucks. How much of that's going there? Enough. <laughs> or maybe not enough. They probably do, they do need more, the RSL, but all oh. I'm saying is, even if I've given a cent through my Anzac biscuits, how much have you given? Do you know how much money I have lost at 2UP at the <laughs> RSL? Get on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. 96.1, double shot there, Tupac. And Lady Gaga, Stupid Love, it's 8.44. Tupac. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, what's wrong? I don't know. It's how you say it. You just don't like the it's uh, the nerdiest guy in the room <laughs> with his glasses and his jumper. He's <laughs> <laughs> back announcing Tupac, Dr. Dre, <laughs> and Roger Troutman. <laughs> now, we are trying to get to the bottom of what is more un-Australian. Mitchell, you don't enjoy Anzac biscuits. I think that's... Completely un-Australian. They are delicious. However, I attend every dawn service when available. And I don't go to the dawn service. You never have? No, my family never took me, and I haven't been sort of since moving out on my own. Uh, But you do enjoy Anzac biscuits. Yeah. 13, 12, 16, we've been uh, flooded uh, with with calls, people with opinions on that, and they all do seem to be going my way. We got Gary on the line now. Yeah, talking about your Anzac thing I was just listening to. Yeah, Anzac biscuits or uh, uh, dawn service. Dawn service 
All the way. Exactly. You support the Dords. All the way. Do you like Anzac biscuits? Yeah, I do both. There you go. He's a better man. (laughs) He is a better man. I'm not claiming that he isn't a better man. But look, Dawn service is more important than an Anzac biscuit. Yeah, Gary? 100%. Thanks, thanks, mate. Now I'm even. You know what? Anyone that uh, thinks different needs uh, needs some help. Yeah, <laughs> maybe go back to Italy. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> thanks, mate. Right Whoa! Hang on. Are you just trying to? Are you trying to incite hatred against my people? Against? Not having a good time against Italy lately. <laughs> Look, no one will call to support me. Okay, no. it's because. There, there are millions, thousands of people out there mm-hmm. who do not go to the dawn service like me. My wife's family don't go to the dawn service. Yeah. Their entire family. Bad people too. <laughs> <laughs> and no one will call because because of you lot saying be that fair, it's un-Australian. If, did you say your wife's family doesn't? Is my she, wife's family doesn't. Is she the same one that said that her brother, oh, if he wasn't my brother... No. When he was... Because uh, he was such a, a powerful rock star. She said... Oh, <laughs> hang on. That, <laughs> That was my mother-in-law, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. DJ Sammy, Boys of Summer, Take 54. That was Hit Breakfast with Mitchell and Michael. Look, that is it for us today. I can't cop any more abuse. Uh, for not going to a dawn service. And what have we covered today? Well, if you've missed the 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock hour, it's that dawn service is more important than eating an Anzac biscuit. Look, all I'm saying is if you buy the unique big biscuits, money's going to the RSL. If you go to the dawn service, you're watching the sunrise. In silence, aren't you? Don't you start? (laughs) We'll leave it here. We'll leave leave it it here. here. Uh, I have a bit of bad news as well. Uh, We cannot get... Jeremy Cameron. Ah, why not? The AFL superstar? Yes. We are uh, trying to convince him to let his mum know that we are funny because I've heard that she doesn't think we are. GWS has knocked us back. Uh, We'll go over tomorrow on the show. Pity they couldn't knock back Richmond, am I right? (laughs) Hey! Hey. Hey.